on Sky Sports Radio. You're listening to Racing HQ. Racing HQ. And now, a complete analysis of the form for today's major New South Wales race meetings. Yeah, Warwick Farm is the venue today. We're about to get the latest on uh, this midweek program. Mark Jones is out there to tell us about the track. How are you, Mark? Yeah, good, Luke. How are you? Really well, mate. Uh, what's it rated and what's the forecast say? Yeah, look, the track's currently a soft five with a penetrometer of 5.15. Um, look, the forecast today is around about 29 degrees. It's actually a lovely morning. There's actually not a cloud in the, in the sky. So, um, yeah, look, it's going to be a nice summer's day, but uh, look, really looking forward to the day. Good on you, mate. Uh, rail position? Yeah, look, three metres. Uh, race two weeks ago, the rail in true. So just push that rail out three metres. Oh, track's in lovely order. Uh, obviously, it's a good time of the year to be growing grass, so uh, it's all looking quite good. We've actually received some rainfall over the last seven days, had around about 29 mils, so that certainly helped us this week. We haven't had any need to irrigate, so uh, yeah, we'll kick off on the soft five and see where we get to. Beautiful, mate, and um, any wind? Uh, look, there's a bit, little bit of a south-easterly blowing, which will probably just cool things down a little bit, so it's going to be look, a little bit of a, a tailwind down the straight, so, uh, which will probably assist them somewhat, but... Um, not a lot of breeze, but just enough to sort of keep, you know, cool the, such a bit of edge off the heat, I guess. So uh, it'll probably do us a favour there. Good on you, Mark. Good luck. Thanks, Luke. Mark Jones joining us in regards to the Warwick Farm track. Andrew Hurley, Brad Gray join us now for the preview. How are you this morning, Hurls? Yeah, well, thanks. Uh, actually, my um, voice is a bit... Uh, I went out last night and saw a gig, so the voice is a bit uh, croaky this morning. Mate, uh, if it goes all together, we'll all be cheering. <laughs> <laughs> uh, only six races today, so um, yeah. Oh, that uh, Brad Gray was just telling me down the line, he's pretty confident he's going to tip the card. Oh, beautiful, oh, um, mate! Yeah. I was only joking too, you know that. I oh, know you were, mate. Yeah, I know you were. Brad Gray, morning. Good morning, guys. There's always a little tinge of truth to every crack you have at somebody, though, <laughs> isn't there? So. <laughs> 2.20 kickoff today, so it's almost like a twilight meeting, but just on this track, so rail out three metres, as you touched on with Mark Jones, Luke, and it's currently a soft, but you'd think by the time we get to the first, we'll be on a good deck. What does that mean for the track? I expect it to be a little bit hard to make ground, to make that wide sweeping run, and there's a lot of small fields, so battle of tactics and not a lot of pressure on paper, so my starting point in a lot of these races was find those that can settle on top of the speed, but before we move on, I need to know, who'd you go see, Hurls, last night? Uh, the war on drugs. American band, absolutely brilliant. At the Opera House, it was uh, like on the steps of the Opera House, and it was an absolutely balmy night. Yeah, it was a cracker. What sort Good of music? Um, rock well, band, it says here. Sort of, yeah, there's sort of rock, a bit of sort of Springsteen-type influence. Uh, yeah, there's check you... them out. Do yourself a favour. The genre here is <laughs> listed as alternative and indie. Now that we've given them a, a plug on this show, you wait. We'll, we'll send them to the moon hills. They'll be big uh, by the time we're done. But, I mean, if you're a rock band, yeah. I mean, I know it does suggest uh, they're from Philadelphia, uh, mm-hmm. American rock band. The Opera House, uh, is that the right venue for a rock band? Um, well, no, it's on the steps. That's sort of outside. Oh. So it's an outdoor sort of gig, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, fair very, very rock crowd. All sorts of herbs I could smell in the in the audience. So, yeah, no, I'm <laughs> Love it, mate. Did you paint a bit of eyeliner, a bit of the eyeliner under the eyes? No, nah, just stock standard, mate. Didn't have many buttons up, that sort of thing. Just enjoying the fresh air, mate. Love it. Uh, race number one, boys, 2,400 metres, benchmark 72, and Andrew Hurley's got the market for us. 
Yeah, I've got no scratchings here, but there's a couple of moves. Uh, Daniloquin went up $23. It's now an $11 chance. Our favourite is Auspicious Cloud, 310 into 260. First light's been soft, went up 390. It's out to six. Ditto Mr. Battle. It's $5 out to 8.50. Did peak at 10 this morning. Howard the Great, 5 to 6.50, back to 5.50. Radiohead, 23 to 19. And Oziggy, $5 into $4. So Auspicious Cloud is the best try, but yeah, expect a couple hit. Interesting little move there for Daniloquin. I haven't got him in the numbers, but the thing with his form is that he's won his past three third up, so that he could improve sharply, hence why a few punters out there are specking the big odds. But four, seven, two, and six. I'm leaning on getting the map right here. I don't think Mist of Battle will be far away, maybe even find himself in front. So he's still a lightly race galloper. He's on the seven-day backup, having won at Y on last Wednesday. He was only second up there, sat handy and gapped his rivals. So he ran well in a similar race to this 12 months ago, and that was only his fourth career start. So I do think he'll measure up here, and I like the fact that Dylan Gibbons has had a steer on him now because he doesn't look the most straightforward horse. 7 Ziggy. He would have been on top if it wasn't for that little tendency he's got to over-race. So Blinker's off first time. Uh, Bjorn Baker's wasted absolutely no time getting him straight out to the 2,400 metres. One at Bathurst on debut, but he pulled his way to the front. He kept closing at Gosford last start, two lengths back to third. That bodes well as far as it being a form reference. But again, he was a bit keen in the run. Two auspicious cloud. She's the mare that's been there and done it. Winker's first time. Nash booked aboard. The only missing key to her, I think, is probably lack of speed in the race. Otherwise, she does look ready to win. And six, Radiohead. Uh, he's on trial at 2,400 metres, but his strength at the end of 2,000 metres probably suggests it won't be an issue, and he does have a turn of foot. So as it turns into a bit of a dash home, that might play to his strengths. Four, seven, two, and six. Okay, that's race number one. Um, I was just thinking about the irony, Hells, of what you were saying. The band was called War on Drugs, and you were smelling a few things. I just that that was just quite ironic. I thought uh, race number two, a thousand meters, three and four year olds benchmark sixty four, and this is a pretty open market. Yeah, it is. The early money was for Global Empire. It's dried up a little bit today, but uh, went up nine dollars. It's now six dollar chance into four twenty. Good lieutenant. Twelve dollars to eleven. Impactful miss. Uh, Seventeen to fifteen. Although went up twelve. Nine dollars to ten dollars for Sabuku. Get alongs a three sixty out to four sixty. Our favourite is Infancy. Three eighty to four dollars. And Debello eight to eight fifty. Uh, Dollar wise today it is Infancy. But as I said, the early money there uh, came for Global Empire. Pretty tight market here. It's going to be interesting to see what happens in the first couple hundred motors because there's three or four genuine speed horses. So I've gone seven, six, two, and one. Infancy, does she find the front? Will she get first look at it? And then it's up to these uh, other horses and jockeys drawn a touch wider whether they want to carve across. But there's options from that gate. Uh, she can take a trail or she can hold the front. So I like what she did in her first campaign. She's a lightly race filly with Chris Lees. Uh, that was as a two-year-old. She had the four career starts. She won her first two. And then found herself in Listed Company. One of those was in the Oxlade, where she ran fifth, only beaten a length by the likes of Namesake and He-Man. So two nice trials. I think she sets up really well to return a winner. Six, get along. You'd think he can only improve on what he did there at Hawkesbury first up. He's a, he's a big sort of horse. Uh, he'll improve into his campaign, justified being sent around as a $1.45 favourite. I know the runner-up made a race of it, but there was four and a half lengths back to third. Two, Marshall Music. Now, can he back up what he did there first up? One trend throughout his career so far is that his first up form has been his best, and then he tends to taper off. So hopefully he can hold it together this time back because his first up win there at the Provincials was pretty dominant, and he did break the track record. Tyler Schiller sticks and won Global Empire. Uh, Joe Pride throughout the week said this is a horse he's got plenty of time for, and he will improve into his campaign. But when Joe says that he's a horse that is still progressive and the best is still ahead, uh, he's worth following through the grade. Seven, six, two, and one. 
Yeah, funny little race that, isn't it? Um, but oh, I can't bag your top selection there, Brad. Uh, Chris is just so good at taking these horses through the grades and getting them uh, to the next level, and we know he doesn't rush them. So the fact she showed up as a two-year-old, I think, uh, certainly bodes well for her future. Uh, race three is over 1,100 metres, and it's a maiden. We've got a short-priced uh, first starter uh, here, Hurls, number one. Yeah, Dazzle Legend uh, comes out, so significant deduction here, 26 by 17, 3 by 4, Beauty Bound, Ravenclaw 4 by 5, and Lizzie's Gem 1 sent the win. Lizzie's with Zaragoza up the top, 2.30, bottomed out at 2.15 this morning, it's now out to 2.40, 6.50 into 5 for Tamaroa, uh, Tarabo's 3.90 into 3.60, it did peak at 4.40, 11 to 14, Osbred Mimosa, Ravisher, uh, 13 to 16, 61, Astoria Girl, Tapani's $5, got to seven fifty, back to $5, Tapani, and winning run is 100 to 1. Most popular runner is Zaragoza, but Tapani has been kept very safe. He's the most interesting runner all day, Zaragoza. So he's a half to Zapateo and a three-quarter to Osborne Bulls. And there's a few similarities there because he's been gelded and he debuts as a four-year-old. So uh, keen to get the thoughts of uh, maybe Darren Beam will be out there on track and we can interview him before the race. But I've got him second pick. I just thought he was short enough. I've gone the way of Tarabo, 5-1. Seven and two, he's a horse that looks to get control on top of the speed. He returns a gelding. I know he's 42 weeks between runs, but with Gabe Woodhouse and Adrian Bott, they will have poured the work into him. And he mixed it with some pretty handy two-year-olds in his first couple of campaigns, albeit he was beaten uh, a fair way on a few occasions. One, Zaragoza. Interesting to see what the market does with him. So three trials over two preparations. Given his profile, he's obviously a horse that's had a few niggles along the way. He was never really tested in his trials, but he did give the impression that there was plenty there. You're just taking a very short quote uh, to back a horse on spec. Seven, Osbred Mimosa. Solid enough push uh, from Blake Ryan this morning with you, Luke, to suggest that she's a mare that's got her fair share of talent. Sounds like she's come back that little bit stronger. I quite like the way that she's trolled. Whether 1,100 metres is a touch short, maybe, uh, but this race has fallen away and she has to be a key player. And Tamaroa, interesting that there has been a little spec for this galloper. Ran well in City Company at the back end of last campaign. That form around outsider reads okay for this, and I like the way that he's trolled. So here's another one that'll be doing his best work through the line. And 5, 1, 7, and 2. That's race number three. We go to race four at Warwick Farm. Ole Kirk first yearlings handicap, and it's a benchmark 72 over 1,400. Andrew Hurley with the market. This good horse, uh, Alo Kirk, too. We've got joint favourites here, Atlantic Ocean and Sumo Star. Field of eight, no scratchings. 18 to 19, my truth. 6 to 750, the 7Cs. It is friendless. We went up 380 for it. Atlantic Ocean, $4.390, back to $4. Bluff and Bluster, 12 to 13. Sumo Star, 390 to $4. $6 La Mer. Hell Hath No Fury, 650 into 550 and 850 to 650 for tabs. So it's a very tricky betting race. Sumo star holding probably four times more than atlantic ocean and we did just write a bet of 1600 at four dollars on sumo star i think he's a great bet today sumo star four dollars if he's going to win a race this preparation i think he's found it 1400 meters third up gets control out in front he's been given no peace whatsoever and he's two runs back first and second up and one of those was a narrow second to Shadows of Love, then found himself in a fast-run race at Canterbury where the Quinella settled right out the back. So with control, Adam Hieronymus sticks. Yep, now or never for Sumo Star. Six, Le Maire. You can tie their four rips, form in because when they met first up, there wasn't a lot between Sumo Star and Le Maire. Sumo Star just got the better of him. Uh, we've seen Le Maire since. He ran well in a benchmark 78 behind Dynamic Impact. So back in grade, third up. Uh, he's in the mix, and he's versatile, so I wouldn't be surprised to see him outside the lead. At worst, probably just in behind the speed. Seven, Hell Hath No Fury, inclined to keep her safe. 
But I just don't know where she's at in her career. So showed really good signs as a three-year-old. Lost her way a touch last campaign. Just had this weird tendency of hitting a bit of a flat spot and then catching the eye late. But I do like the way that she trialed in open company, splitting Lions Raw and Cepheus most recently, and three Atlantic Ocean. I don't think he gets the tempo to suit here, but he comes here a last start winner, having remembered how to, to chalk one up again. So he had been out of the winner's stall for a while prior to that. Five, six, seven, and three. Did you hear me mention my horse, ex-horse, earlier, Brad, more than number one? I did. He's in at Albany tomorrow, punters. There you go. He's got a new life in the West, race two, number one. So, uh, Give him strength. Yeah, keen to see how he goes. God bless him. Uh, back to Warwick Farm, race five, 1,200 metres, benchmark 78. And Hurls, uh, you've got the market here for us. Yeah, Destination comes out, eight by nine, the deduction. King of Naples, 440 to... Uh, 2.80 to... Three. Data silence. Now it went up thirteen dollars at seven fifty into six fifty this morning. Starman eleven to twelve. Three twenty to three thirty. Miss Hellfire makes it favourite. Louvois twenty six. Fourteen for Sonora. Magic Talent. Right, you're on there. Two hundred and fifty one dollars. Uh, Crafty Eagle, the most favoured runner dollar wise, in front of Testator uh, Silence, uh, which is a six dollar fifty chance. How good is Joe Pride Stable going? Absolutely airborne. Like I had a mate Indeed. last week, sorry to interrupt, I had a mate last week, he had a $5 uh, multi on all three of Joe's winners there um, and collected himself 1500 for his trouble. Beautiful days, easy game this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 3618 for me, this is a good race. There's a few here that are probably better than Midweek Company, to be fair. I've gone the way of Crafty Eagle. Uh, now, I do concede that the map's a little bit tricky, but he's pretty versatile, isn't he? If they want to go forward, they can. If they want to take hold and let him rush home, uh, they can do that as well. So, 1,200 metres here first up. That looks okay. He was dominant first up last campaign. I know John Thompson holds this horse in high regard, and by all accounts, he's come back better again. So... What they do from the gate, that's the only little niggle I've got on him, but at least they get four looks at the track in terms of how it's playing. Six, Miss Hellfire. She looks a coming winner. I thought she was fantastic first up in a race that she simply couldn't win. It was a dash home. Eagle Nest got complete control, and she still clocked the fastest closing splits of the entire meeting there, Miss Hellfire. So I would have liked to have seen her again against probably Phillies and Mares, and she's another one drawn a little bit wide, but she's got the hoof on the till. King of Naples, he can't be overlooked here. He's a hard horse to knock because he's always there about. Nash got a tune out of him last campaign. He sticks here first up, and I thought his trials this time back were the best he's ever produced, so uh, maybe the penny's really starting to drop with him. And Sonora, the win that sticks in the back of my mind is that Randwick win from back in February. Now, she hasn't been able to re repeat that since. However, that's what she's got in the lockup. 1,400 metres, probably more her go, so she might need the run today, but she draws to get a lovely run, if not in front, just in behind the speed. 3, 6, 1 and 8. Last event, we don't see many of these. Five-year-old and up, benchmark 72 for the Mayor's Hurls. Race 6. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, Carnival Miss comes out, zero deduction, prefer to be ready, just one cent to win, so uh, not knocked around in terms of the fluctuations here. And we danced as the joint favourite with, oh golly gosh, 4.20 respectively and haven't budged from that price this morning. Obvious step, 9 to 8.50, 6.50 to $6, Miss Ciccone. Now, Crystal Waters went up 9.50 at 6.50 and solid this morning. Danaro, $7, 16 Booper, uh, Matherin, 16, 51 Diamonds Galore and moshed up uh, 17, we went up 41. Not much activity today. Early support there was for Crystal Waters. We've got 420 each of two, and we dance in Oh Golly's Gosh. Yeah, Lukey, from a form and a perspective, I hope we don't see too many more of these That's races. That's what I either. thought. I, just, I suspected that you might have just been a bit confused here. 
What a cruel way to end the meeting. I went around in circles here. I've ended up with And We Dance, just thinking that she's the class runner in the race. And when she was formally trained by Chris Waller, she matched it with some pretty good horses. So the best of And We Dance wins this race, but it comes with queries, doesn't it? She's always been a horse with a few little quirks. I thought she was dominant there first up, but she was at Wagger in a class one. So she was probably entitled to win, even though she was over a year on the sidelines. So six-week freshen up. Where did she get to from the draw? 1,400 metres, Warwick Farm. It's a long run in. I wouldn't like to see her dragged right back, even if she's three wide covering a bit of ground. I think a class will kick in. Four, Miss Ciccone could get on speed favours here. Had a chance at Rose Hill last start. I just don't think she ran out a strong 1,500 metres. So back to 1,400 metres looks to suit. Two, oh golly gosh. All she has to do is repeat what she did last start uh, when she was a narrow second in midway company at Kembla Grange. And this isn't really a deep race. And Denaru, sense of timing about her. She's lightly raced. She's still got some upside, which is a tick. And Danielle Seed comes to town now third up. One, four, two, and seven. Uh, didn't find a spot for Moshed Up. I didn't, no. Interesting no enough, though, how's this for a form reference? So she's 34th up today. <laughs> 34th up last campaign. She won at Warwick Farm. Stop it. Yep, Stop true it. True story. That, that's the best. How, did you count them? I, mean, I didn't did. count <laughs> Manually. I had, to, I, I had to count them about four times. I lost count. <laughs> wow, that is so funny. I mean, how, how good would that be if she lobbed again? And what a warrior. 107 starts, nine wins, uh, 363,000 in the bank. Um, not many horses have 34 runs in a prep and then do it again the next prep, Brad. I know, she's an absolute ripper. She must be an iron horse. She just fronts up time after time. The only thing missing today, though, is that that win was on a heavy 10. Yeah. Big, so yeah, she would have hoped that the, the meeting was maybe a couple of days ago. Yeah, well, she would have been fit uh, that, that day uh, at the farm, 34th up. Mate, have you got a best? Yeah, I've got a couple. So race four, number five, Sumo Star, uh, and race two, number seven, Infancy. Quaddy will go five, one, seven, five, six, seven, three, six, one, and we'll come home one, four, two. Well, mate, I'd love to say that I'll put that in the Racing HQ Bets Friends page, but I, I won't because you're a trader. Yeah, I'm not in yours, am I? No, you're, what's, what's the name of your mob? Sky uh, All Stars. Sky All Stars. Oh, yeah, appropriate. I'll tell you what, it's a very busy channel. Oh. You put a tip in it, it gets buried after about three minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mate, see, if you're a HQ man, you'd be, you'd be sweet. We only put the grouse in there. Uh, yeah, we don't more longevity. Right, <laughs> Who's in yours, Luke? Uh, myself, Steve Hewlett, and Dave Stanley. Okay, two out of three is not bad. Yeah, exactly. But I put other people's tips in. I'll throw the odd one in, um, but I put Mark Hunter uh, in there, Warren Huntley, Peter Ellis. Um, you know, the real Andrew blokes. Hurley. The real blokes. There's Brad Gray. He's uh, an all-star. Have a good day, buddy. See you, guys. <laughs> There's Brad Gray. Hurls, um, uh, jock yeah, challenge? But, yeah, jockey's challenge. Best factor comes up in the first, and it's auspicious cloud. Uh, Dollar-wise, yeah, it's been the best factor. It's now 260. Dollar's still at 210. Dollar's any other jockey option. Dylan Gibbons, Zach Lloyd, 850. 10, Jason Collett. Adam Hieronymus and Tommy Berry at 19. Races 1 to 4, Warwick Farm and Sandown today. Place a win bet using your tab account. If your horse runs second or third, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $50. You win some, you lose more for free. Confidence or advice, call 1-800-858-858. Another beautiful day in Sydney town, mate. Cracker, mate. Uh, weather's been fantastic. We've had a bit of rain, which is nice uh, for all the gardeners out there. And um, by the way, there's nothing wrong with a bit of, you know, business rivalry within the walls here with the Bets Friends, is there? Yeah, it's all very competitive. But what about the what about the team size of the uh, Spring All-Stars uh, page? We've got Flindell, Brown, Hastings, Gray, Daffy, Witham, 
Buckley, Lincoln, Gately, Mosley, Dickens, Joyce, Thomas, Maxworthy, Duffersy. And then you sound, you sound like you're uh, reading out a footy side as, as they come out. Yeah, yeah. And then the H Racing HQ, as I said, Stanley, Marlowe, Hewlett, and then our producers in there as Racing HQ. They'll put out the odd uh, piece of information from time to time. By the way, punters, if you want to get notifications so that uh, you never miss a winner again. If you're in the racing HQ, are you laughing, Grant? Or, no, I think Grant was... No, don't laugh at that, mate. Uh, you'll never miss a winner again here. Racing HQ, uh, what you do is just click on Team Details. You can click on uh, See More there. Scroll down to the bottom. You can receive team notifications, and you can turn that on. Uh, so you'll be notified every time we put something in there. There's also another button there, Leave Team. Don't do that. Stick with us. Uh, we've got 17... Sorry, we've got 11,100 members or so in there, which is fantastic. Love that you guys are involved with our show. And every Saturday I put uh, David Gately's, uh, not David Gately's, uh, Mark Hunter's in there, Warren Huntley's, um, of course, Ron Duffersy's tips, uh, so you can keep up to date. Hurls, um, if you've got anything you want. You want to start putting mine in? Well, mate, if you want to join our team, um, mm. I'll, I'll take it up with management. Is there an interview process? Uh, it's that could extensive. That a point. Extensive and mate, we we go on performance as well. If you're underperforming, you can get the punt too. Mm, mm. No, that's fair enough. Mate. That's fair enough. Are you calling this week for the remainder of the week? No, mate. Anywhere? I'm not because I'm. Uh, Where's VS? He's in Hong Kong, mate. He's just landed. Oh, of course. What a junket. So no, no calling for me. Um, oh, actually, I'll call Canterbury Friday. Um, okay. After doing this show, I mean, mm. dead set. And work. then you'll back up Saturday morning. Back up Saturday morning. So, mate, I'll do Raising HQ in the morning, Friday, Canterbury, uh, Friday night, Saturday morning. Um, no time to sleep. Bugger sleep. Mm. That's overrated. Just mm. keep rolling, mm. brother. That's it, mate. It's a good time of year. You always got a bit more of a spring in your step, I think, this time of year. And don't get me wrong. I'm not whinging, mate. I love it. No, no, you do. It comes across. What about that imbecile on Sunday? <laughs> yeah, he's been spoken about a bit. And I laugh, but it's not funny. But no, it's, I didn't miss uh, him. Like, yeah, no, I think you were thinking what everyone sitting at home or at a track thought exactly that. And I hope he absolutely cops it too. Imbecile was my second choice of word. I, if I said the first one, I might have got in trouble. <laughs> See you, buddy. All right, mate. Have a good day. 10.37.